I don't see how this benefits us. And also, girls have the power. If you're hearing our voices, that means it's time for It's This Meets That. Uh, I'm Russ. And I'm Jared. Just when I think it can't get any worse, we some, somehow find ourselves here. Uh, Jared, what, 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 what did we do this week? <laughs> what did we do to ourselves? Well, uh, we watched Swiped. Uh, which was a suggestion from uh, Thais, who is now a listener. So for the rest of you listeners out there, if you want to suggest a movie that we should do, get in our social meds. It's This Meets That on Instagram. Send us an email, anything you want. So Swiped, this movie, I think is the worst movie we've done so far. Yes, no doubt. <laughs> um, I mean, just just based on the premise, like it, it sounds not as bad as it is. <laughs> um, I, I'd buy that. So James, uh, a college freshman and computer genius, uh, is enlisted by his womanizing roommate, Lance, to code the ultimate hookup app. But when James discovers that his divorced mother is using the app, unexpected consequences ensue. Clearly. Now, I, part of the reason why I love this description is also because it makes uh, his mother using the app like a, a critical plot point. <laughs> it's not really well no it like it is the justification for everything at the end like (laughs) yeah um yes this is uh swiped it's rated tv 14 uh i'm not surprised i think that's that that means it's for 14 and up right is that how that works i don't know i I I think so (laughs) so tv 14 it was listed on netflix under raunchy goofball late night comedies it is none of those things uh, yes, it is decidedly it is not, not, not even close. Um, maybe maybe late. Maybe whoever maybe they, when they turned this one in, it was a little bit late. I can see that. <laughs> like they submitted it late. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, goofball. I could kind of see that. Raunchy. Not even close. Um, yeah. Also, not a comedy. <laughs> uh, no. I mean, hey, comedy is subjective. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so let's get into some quick info about it. Uh, it was written and directed by Anne Deborah Fishman. Right. Who, uh, when you said that, when you put that, that in the notes, I, I was incredulous because I had, uh, as a quote, girls have the power as a second quote on this one, because it's the exact opposite of everything that this movie, that would happen in the movie. Yes. And, and like this movie is pr- like seemingly pretty problematic and across like, the board. Yeah, across the board, it's like very anti-feminist and I'll, I'll, I don't know. Like, I was like, there's no way a woman had any hand in making this movie. And then I was like, oh, wait, and Deborah Fishman. So now I'm convinced it's a pseudonym for someone else. Someone else. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I, I can see that. Um, she's only, she's got one other feature under her under her belt and then a couple shorts and that's it. So, you know, still starting out, trying to figure out where to, you know, to yeah. go with things, but... Which I I commented on it later, but she uh, the Night Dove Productions, whatever the the yeah. studio is there, yeah, awesome logo, awesome animations on that logo. I wanted yeah. to see more Night Dove Productions. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just her production company. I mean, she did a lot. Right. She did the casting. She yeah. wrote it. She directed. So it's like you know, huge props. Like yeah. she's accomplished way more in her life than, than I could ever hope to accomplish. Yeah, than we've ever will combined probably accomplish. So for sure, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> but 
that being said, <laughs> that being said, this was horrendous. <laughs> uh, actors, I'm not gonna go crazy here, but I'll just list off the four at the top. Like, there's no one in there's none of these people. Anyone will know. No, I've never heard of anyone in this movie except for we'll get to. Uh, so we get Kendall Sanders, Noah Cent- Centineo, uh, heard of. Nathan Gamble, uh, and Shelby Wolford. That's it. That's yeah. The kid actors, kind of. I guess I don't know. <laughs> I don't like. I don't know. I don't know how old anyone is in this movie. I don't know anything. I feel way dumber after having watched this. <laughs> People existed for an hour and a half, and that was it. And I've forgotten about all of them already. Yeah. Um, I'm dreading how long we're going to talk about this movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious. Well, we'll see. Um, and and but then we have George Hamilton, right? Randomly, uh, I was not expecting that until like the opening scene or whenever he first pops up. I was like, George Hamilton, what the hell is he doing in this? Right, who I thought was Columbo until you corrected me. <laughs> he was in Columbo, right. but he's not Columbo. Not Columbo, rest in peace. But he's actually, you know, whatever, he's not bad. Um, production, usually we go through production budget, box office revenue. Obviously, this didn't go to the box office. This went right to our eyeballs. Yes. Um, at best, <laughs> at best. Uh, I couldn't even find production, but you know me, investigative journalist. I did some clicking around, you know. Sure. Yep. Uh, I couldn't find anything, um, but I think now we can. Let's. We've done this for nine. This is our ninth episode now. I think we could probably take a good guess at a production budget. We're movie industry veterans at this point. <laughs> at this point, come on. I mean, we have logged at least twenty, six, twenty hours worth of of discussing movies. At the very least, yeah. So we're professionals. I would say, and I was thinking about this actually as we got into it, there were maybe, there were like four actual scenes in this movie uh, as far as like set sets go. Uh, And the rest of it was like, they were like, oh, it's a club. And I think they reused the club a couple times. But but for the most part, there were like four places that this movie took place. Yeah. and none of them were really fleshed out either. So my guess is only because you got to pay some of the actors, maybe like 200 grand. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know, and you know, and I was going to say Deborah and, and Deborah. Yeah. She did a lot herself here. Right. So yeah, you got to pay the actors. There was really what a total of like 15 actors, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, sure. Lots of extras. George Hamilton was probably the highest you know, he probably pulled the highest bid there. Uh, I don't know. I, I was thinking Noah Cent- Centineo might be. Really? I, I mean, he, he was into all the boys I loved before, and I feel like that's like a... It's reasonable. 200, like a, uh, 200 grand. I'm going to probably... I'm going to go... I'm going to go 100, 100 grand. 100? Okay. I can see I can totally grand. see that. Yeah. Yeah. They... they I mean, if I said 50 grand, would you have been like, yeah, I can totally see that too. <laughs> yes, definitely. Because like, what, when, I, when, I say, uh, when I say there were like four set pieces here, one of them was the sorority house. And when oh. I say the sorority house was a set, I mean the foyer and the stairway, like the, the stairway. In the kitchen. And the kitchen were the, the only parts of that that had anything. Yeah. They got like, an Airbnb for a weekend and shot all those scenes in there. Boom, done. At mo- yes, yes. I was bucks. thinking it was like somebody's dad's house probably, but... Yeah. So that's our professional assessment of production budget for this movie. Yeah, low. <laughs> and Deborah Fishman. Yep. If you want to reach out, let us know. Yep. Get a little Hollywood pitch going? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Pitch, pitch it. All right. So here's my thinking. Uh, again, because of how anti-woman this movie seemed, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say any Woody Allen movie. <laughs> um, 
Uh, <laughs> like the women, the female characters had no agency of their own. Like they couldn't accomplish. They didn't try to accomplish anything. Like it nope. wasn't, ri- it wasn't written that way. No. <laughs> um, they were like in the backseat the whole time. Uh, and I feel like that's a nice Woody Allen special. And then ultimately nice uh, are, end up with like some kind of negative stereotype yep. um, of like, like, well, we don't want to end up alone forever is like an actual quote from the movie. Yeah. So uh, Woody Allen meets uh, Age of Ultron. Now hear me out. <laughs> uh, as opposed to comic book Ultron, which is a uh, Hank Pym special. Uh, yeah. I'm talking purely movie Age of Ultron here. Yep. Tony Stark, you know, Tony Stark, Bruce Banner, they're... Yeah, use the Mind Stone, create, uh, and then, you know, they have to destroy their monster in the end, yep. um, which, uh, spoilers for, for what's ahead, uh, we have to, from this point forward, our hero here, our, I hesitate to really? call him a hero, yeah, I switch really? a lot, yeah, I'm not calling him a hero, yeah. our main character, James, yeah. uh, ultimately has to destroy his, his creation, his, his beautiful monster, so that's where I'm getting at, it was from a destroy your monster kind of, uh, that, that you created perspective. Okay, I buy that. You took and you took the movie I was going to do, so I, I couldn't. Oh, I mean, I think, yeah, that's fair. I, I went pretty straightforward. I went. Uh, it's a social network meets pretty much any American Pie spinoff movie, <laughs> and I'm definitely talking about all. Was that four of them? Five of them? I didn't know this, by the way. I went a little American Pie kind of Wikipedia clicking. I thought you said six. <laughs> uh, no, I counted wrong. I can't count. So there's four main American Pie movies that has like the, the original cast, right? And then right. there's five more spinoff ones with just like these stupid college ones, right? So there's Bandcamp, Beta House, Naked Mile, Book of Love, and Girls Rule. Oh boy. We might that have to is... watch one of those. Those might be a future episode, but. Sure. Um, yeah, so that's what I'm going with. Social Network meets uh, pretty much any one of those movies, American Pie spinoff. Yeah, I like yours too, because it, it makes, I mean, this was, there were, had so many elements of the social network in this movie <laughs> other than it being good <laughs> james, james james is like a more likable mark zuckerberg <laughs> yeah yeah i mean he does a lot of mansplaining and he's you know kind of annoying at the end but yeah oh i mean he's very unlikable i'm not <laughs> painting a oh, good picture <laughs> yeah, thank you <laughs> i just want to make sure the listeners knew what you're doing yeah <laughs> Shout out to Mark Zuckerberg if I ever want to work at Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, I'm good. Uh, All right, yeah, so uh, that's kind of quick info with it. Um, Hollywood pitch, fast facts. Uh, I'll I'll start because I found this one first. (laughs) Please. Why not? Um, We don't have many for this one, but this is pretty good. So George Hamilton is in it. He plays uh, James' main character's grandfather. Right, not Columbo. Uh, What's that? Not Columbo. (laughs) Not Columbo. Um, and Alana Stewart plays uh, James' main character's uh, grandmother. Mm-hmm. Uh, and George Hamilton and Alana Stewart were formerly married in real life. Yeah. And this is the thing that got me. When you said that, <laughs> when you said that, I was like, oh, so they're still married? That's sweet. Nope. Nope. <laughs> it, was a, it, was a, it was a strong uh, October to October four-year term, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> October 29th, 1972 to October 13th, 1976. You'd like, you really couldn't have just made it the extra 16 days to call it a nice, clean four years? Like, Yeah. 
I'm actually very interested in the story. Like I should have done, I'm going to do more research after this because I want to know what happened. Like they still, do they still work together? Is this the first time they played a husband and wife in a movie? Like I have so many questions. Yeah, I do too. I mean, maybe should we just ditch this episode entirely and just do like a dig? I think so. Yeah. (laughs) They also had no chemistry. (laughs) Zero, which now this makes even more sense, right? Yes. I'm like, oh, you were divorced when you were married for four years. 50 years ago. Great. <laughs> Holy shit. Right on. Oh my God. What else what we got here? What's that? I said, what else you got? Uh, yeah. I, there's not many. So the other one I pulled was, um, so the actor Nathan Gamble, right? He plays one of, uh, and we'll get into breakdown of the characters, but he plays one of um, Lance Black's, that's his name in the, in the movie, um, buddies, one of the bros, if you will, that's what I'm calling him. Right. The, the two the blonde boys. One. Yeah, he's one of the smaller blonde-haired friends of Lance, right? Yeah. Uh, this kid actually has a pretty good, um, pretty good list of of credits here. He was Jim Gordon's kid in The Dark Knight. Huge. That's a career-defining role, right? Uh, he was also in <laughs> Dolphin Tale One and Two. Also career-defining roles. Huge, right? Um, and I think there's one more that I'm I'm like missing here. That's kind of like you were. In, oh, he was in The Mist. I don't know if you remember that one. Um, Nope. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, it kind of moves around. I don't know, but um, and he was also in Marley and Me, so I thought it was like a big movie, but sure. everyone knew it. Oh, and he was in an episode of House. I could. Okay. He, yeah, he's, he's in a, stuff. He, he, you know, he's he's done all right. And you, he's a career he, actor. You could totally say he's a career actor for sure. Hundred percent. And you know, he did the. I mean, I think pretty much everyone is always in an episode of either Law and Order or CSI at some point. Like, I think actually, you and I are on an episode at some point. Yeah. Um, so he he's crushed that too. So I mean, he's got a pretty good list of uh, credits here, NCIS too. So you know, and I think that plays in, into the plot a little bit of this movie too, because about halfway through, we'll we'll cover it at some point. No, it's, it's more than halfway through. Yeah. Uh, maybe like three quarters of the way through is when it, the group dynamics really shift, and like all of a sudden, like smaller blonder boy is like kind of the leader somehow, and yeah. that was really jarring to me. <laughs> Yeah, it was because like the main villain. Sure. Yeah, is, antagonist is just kind of fades to the back a bit. Right, and then it was like I, I think they realized halfway through they're like, wait a second, Noah Centineo has been in only really a couple of things. This kid was Jim Gordon's son in The Dark Knight. Let's give him some more screen time. Right. Uh, uh, he was also in Babel, by the way. His first screen of credit, Nathan Gamble, was in Babel. Great credit to have on your resume. Being crushing it, right? Again, doing much more than we will ever. Rockstar. (laughs) Total. Um, So then, in fact, it's all you, yeah. Yeah, so speaking of Noah Centineo, um, which I'm probably mispronouncing, sorry. (laughs) I don't know. It's the best we can do. I'm sure he'll reach out. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, it's this meets that at gmail.com. <laughs> uh, so he was in, as I've said several times now, uh, to all the boys I've loved before. That's where uh, Thais had heard about him. She was excited about this movie. She saw it because of, uh, because of this connection, yeah. um, where he played basically this like handsome, dreamy, uh, like perfect in every way boyfriend that was like, you know, like everything that you could want in a, in a boyfriend is his character in that in that thing and then in this joint it was the exact opposite (laughs) and i wanted to call this out as a fact back because i I think this guy's got range as an actor he wasn't good at it but he but he uh, did it he did it (laughs) (laughs) he 
played he played a very unlikable character. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, pretty much. So yeah, I buy that. I buy all of that. Talented. Talented. <laughs> um, so that's it for fast facts. Yep. We're gonna get into this. Let's just let's just do it, right? Yep. All right, it's happening. So yeah. So back to Night Dove production Night Dove pictures here. Awesome, awesome animation. You I think you called it out too, right? Yeah. Yeah, Night Dove Pictures, like, all right, cool, I'm into it. Where do I get more of these Night Dove Pictures? And then, like, with the whole opening music and the credit scene, like, it was a really nicely animated uh, production, I thought. Like, it was... So, okay, I'm sorry, go ahead, continue. No, I can see the... <laughs> I can see you have criticisms. <laughs> uh, I mean... It fit, I, the, it fit my, my expectations. If, okay, fit your expectations. All right. Well, that's that's not fair to say because now it just kind of <laughs> yeah. Go ahead and poo poo that now, Russ. <laughs> I don't know. It like it was, it looked like my first PowerPoint presentation. Yeah, but not not in a bad way. I thought it was like it was like in the uh, like a oh what's that like flick cartoony ish. Yeah, exactly. Like in trying to be like a hip indie flick. I mean, like... don't get me wrong. We uh, we've now this is like our ninth episode. We've seen pretty bad. like opening credit scenes oh we spend probably five to ten minutes each episode (laughs) talking about the opening credits (laughs) so yes you could probably shorten this show down and just talk about the opening and end credits and then that's it yeah (laughs) (laughs) some time no all right they were bad they weren't bad they were cute i guess is that a word to yeah they were cute yeah, the, it was like a cartoony animation of like a hand in a, in a pictures and yeah, pictures of people introducing the cast kind of, but not really. They were swiping. It was an animated thing swiping the, the cast exactly. on the phone. Exactly. Fitting to what it, the title of the movie called Swiped and what we're going to get into. Exactly. <clears throat> How about that? So then we're in the car ride. <laughs> yeah, so we the finished credits. We jump right into a car ride. This is a car ride uh, with uh, James, our main character. Uh, Driving him to college. He's going to college, right? Freshman. Yep. Mom, sisters in the car. Uh, I think we literally have one one comment about this entire car ride. Yeah, we we get we immediately get the introduction to this character James by uh, the the YouTube show that he's watching, uh, which is like any stereotypical youtube uh motivational tech speaker you could think of where he's like it's like you're not disrupting you're not innovating it's like shitty tedx basically right exactly yeah love to hate it <laughs> <laughs> that's the car ride um do you know where they were going to school did it could, could you was there a name no yeah, Southern california okay. i think somewhere uh, yeah i know so this movie definitely takes place in california there's no doubt about that um, I was trying to figure out if, the, if it was ever mentioned what college they were going to, but it was just like generic college. But then there was one shot of a building, I think later on, where it was like, it said something on the outside, like biotech, like classes, whatever. I'm like, why are all these, it, anyways, yeah, I don't know. It just seemed. Yeah. Well, when they, when they, so they, so they don't show us the outside of the college at first. They like, we start right in on the dorm tour here. Yeah. yeah. Um, yep. And when when we finally do when we do see the outside of the college, I my third first thought was it was a mall. I was like, oh, I thought we were zooming out to a mall, like across town. It's California it, colleges, my friend. Yeah, it doesn't look like a college. But we don't get that up here in New England. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> California. Uh, <man. laughs> but like when they're in the dorm room here, it's mom dropping him off first day of college. He's a freshman, uh, and they're like really laying it on thick. Where he's like, oh, one day I will code an app that will really make a difference. And you're like, okay. 
Yeah. I guess I know exactly what this kid's going to do now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then that's when we, we, well, we don't get introduced to him yet, but they, they do talk about who his roommate is. Yeah. He's like, oh, uh, I met him online. He seemed yeah. cool. Seemed cool. Well, he's Lance Black. And then I love the, and the, the mom's like trying, like the mom and the sister in this scene are trying to pick on him a bunch. And they're like, oh, you don't have any friends. The sister has some real jam lines does. Uh, later on, especially. Yeah. She, she's very mean and I'm very anti the sister at first. Yes. Uh, until she becomes the hero at some point. But, and, and so the mom and the sister are like, oh, well, you should go have some friends and do some stuff and, you know, be a nerd. Be a social college kid. Like, don't be good. Be rotten. And I was like, that's a weird thing to say to your child. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, that's kind of weird. Um, but, it, like, they're kind of cranking on him for being kind of a nerd introvert, which, okay, yeah, you know, go meet some people. But is is making fun of someone who's, like, into computers, like, is that a thing still today? <laughs> I don't – I think – I mean, I guess so. Well, I think so. So yes, it is for one, for sure. But also at the same time, everyone at the school is a computer science major, right? <laughs> right. Which I've all, I, yeah, I pointed out a bunch of times because it's infuriating. <laughs> That's why I was wondering, like, what college you go to? Because like, like everyone keeps talking about computer science, and then at the end, he's like, oh, I switched. You know, uh, Lance does, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nothing makes sense in the movie. Don't try to think about it too much. I won't. Um, but we do meet Lance Black at this point too, right? Yes. Uh, yeah, that's when he... Well, that's when... No, no, no. I don't think so. That's when um, we cut over... This is like when we zoom out and it's nighttime now. It's not like... Oh, wait. No. No, I think you're right. We do meet him that, like, for one second. Yeah, because right. mom, mom and sister leave. Uh, yeah. And then Lance Black shows up, his, his cool, badass roommate, right? Yep. Um, and I'm going to throw this out there. I'm, gonna, I'm a little extra. It's this meets that. <clears throat> sure. You ready for this? Uh, Lance Black, um, I think he's, it's, it's Mark Ruffalo meets Benicio Del Toro. This is Noah Centineo that we're talking about. <laughs> yes, the, the main antagonist, if you will. Uh, James's roommate. He sounds exactly like Mark Ruffalo, kind of looks like him a little bit, but then has like, if Benicio Del Toro was in there. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I don't know if that's good or bad or creates whatever, but yeah. Neither. I think it's acceptable. So they meet, they finally meet and lines are drawn where Lance is basically like, Hey, this is my room, whatever. I don't care about you. Yeah. You're a nerd, obviously. Obviously. That's why I totally forgot because he's like, Oh, uh, you want to get lunch together? And he's like, Nope. See you later. (laughs) Like that's the end basically. (laughs) Yeah. Cause he was like, yeah, I guess I am kind of hungry. And he just walks away. Yeah. Oh, interesting. It's ruthless. It's so mean. Yeah. Everyone in this movie is unnecessarily mean. Uh, I would agree. Um, yeah, like everyone's pretty terrible actually in this movie. Even our main characters, he gets to be pretty annoying. Oh, he's super annoying. And that's why I was saying he's, he is very much in line with a, with a Jesse Eisenberg, Mark Zuckerberg. Nailed it. Uh, Nailed it. Like also a character you love to hate. Yeah, completely. Um, so then we, we've got the dorm room. We've met our, our, our quote unquote hero. Uh, we've met, uh, Lance Black, our roommate slash antagonist, if you will. Sure. And then we just jump to like, uh, he's going out to get food. Uh, James walks out of the dorm and is basically on campus and he's walking through like this atrium mall like area. Right. Yeah. Which I'm glad you said atrium because I thought, again, I thought it was a mall and I'm like, Atrium makes sense. That's a good, it's the word I was trying to think of. Yeah. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. Yeah. And then I said, oh, is this the college? 
Uh, yeah, it is. Um, but then we see him walking through, obviously by himself to kind of, um, and then we, we cut over to like a, a two characters, well, actually two major characters, right? Uh, we cut over to um, Hannah and isn't, isn't this where we meet the yes. first, first bro? I'll call him bro number one. Yeah, because he's not, <clears throat> he's not important. <laughs> no, he's not at all. But so we cut over to, uh, I'm going to call him bro number one. So Lance has got like, we'll get to it, but Lance has got like a, a, a he's basically a, a bro pod, right? He's got sure. a bro tripod, if you will. It's Lance in the yeah. middle. And then we got his two cronies, bro number one, bro number two. Yeah, um, the smaller blonder one is bro number two, in case anyone's wondering. And that's the, ta- the, the taller blonder one is bro number one. Bro number one, right. And the, the smaller one is the one who was in Dark Knight. Anyways, so we cut over to, we're in the atrium still, we cut over to um, bro number one, blonde haired dude with his stupid shirt on, um, <laughs> talking to a girl, that's Hannah, we find out a little bit later, right? Yep, trying to flare uh, with her. I immediately, as soon as it cut over to him, I was like, I was like, as soon as he popped up on screen, I was like, I already hate this character. Oh, definitely, yeah. Do not like him whatsoever. As soon as he started talking, because he was completely rude to the girl. Yes, yes. He's like, so she asks him for uh, his name, and he goes, "Why do you need so much information?" And like, my my instinct would be, run away right now. This is a terrible situation. (laughs) Right? Why do you need so much? Okay. Um, Yeah. Talk to you later. Uh, and she's trying to get his phone number and he just goes, you're obsolete. He literally says you're obsolete. Yep. I, uh, at that point I was like, yeah, I, I, my, my suspicions were correct. You're a douchebag. Yes. Um, and anyone who's dresses like that can't talk to anyone else like that. No. And then like, and then immediately her friends are trying to defend him. Uh, yeah. she's like, oh, he was cute. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Are they actually friends with her, though? I'm under the, I don't think they are. I think she just happens to be in a sorority. I don't know why. Yeah, they're sorority sisters, so I'm going to assume they're friends, at least on some level. Even if they're casual acquaintances, they're like, yeah, they know, know each other. They're, they're friendly. Didn't seem like it. <laughs> <laughs> so, we, so after this inter- interaction, you're obsolete. Blonde-haired uh, bro number one, he walks away. We have the friends come over. Um, and then we jump to... I forget how we get to, but whatever. So James, main character, all of a sudden is like, is walking around. He catches up with Hannah, who was a girl who was told she was obsolete, right? Right. There is no transition. So you're right to say, I don't know how we got here because the, in this movie, like, and we'll, we'll talk about it, I'm sure, as we get through more and more scenes here. Uh, and I'm so sorry in advance, listeners, because the uh, this movie jumps around so much. There's like no possible way that we can <laughs> uh, just... Describe every every situation that we're in because it there's no segues nothing nothing lines up to anything else. Nope. All of a sudden we're walking You're, down the hallway. <laughs> yeah, and there's no reasoning for how we got there. It's just like, all right, someone no. snapped a finger. We're there. Yeah, we're oh James and Hannah apparently have a some kind of relationship from the past. I guess they went to high school together. It's uncovered. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, they went to. It sounds like they went to prom. Well, they went to prom together, right? Right. So. James catches up with Hannah, who's walking and reading. So, all right, I get this is a little, this is a rust, uh, just a dislike. So, this girl Hannah is walking down this hall, whatever atrium area, right? Mm-hmm. And she's reading a book and walking at the same time. I cannot stand people who read and walk at the same time. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of things to be angry about in this movie, but I, I, uh, I guess that's one that we should single out as being the worst. I mean, thing. I think it's important just for general life 
motto, don't read and walk at the same time. And yeah. it was proven for me five seconds later. Anyways. So PSA, look where you're going. <laughs> you see where I set this up. So um, James catches up with her. Hey, we went to blah, blah, blah. She's like, yeah, I remember. We went to prom together. And then there's like a little bit of, James just drops this like whole paragraph of exposition about how much he liked this girl. And well, right. and he, he starts with what did I do wrong? Um, yeah. And he, and he, you've come to find out he's weirdly singing to her at prom. Like James is a psycho. Like I don't, I don't support James at all at this point. Yeah. He put her on the spot. Yeah. Like, well, you were <laughs> you in high school. Who the fuck wants to be put on the spot like that? You know, no, no one. Yeah. And then it, it turns out that she's very shy. Uh, and that's apparently well her problem. That's like we make it; they make it seem like it's a huge issue that she has. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, she's just shy. <laughs> like no one wants to be put in that position. That's not like some right. like I would say ninety percent. Let's go with ninety percent of people. These aren't true facts. I didn't look these up anywhere, but I'm going to go with ninety percent of the population does not like being put in a position of like hey, public ridicule, or like up in front of like, you know. Yeah, I hate public ridicule as a general rule. <laughs> uh, and then like, and, and James is just an uncomfortable person to, to talk to you clearly anyway, because he's, he keeps saying, he's like, my intentions were the exact opposite of results. Uh, and he says it three or four times yeah. uh, in different situations, but like, that, it doesn't matter then. Like you should learn something and, and take away from this that you were wrong and like change your behavior. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's, like, he's like pouting. He's, oh, I'm never going to sing again. Great. <laughs> we don't need that. And she was like, oh, he was like, oh, is my voice bad? She's like, no, your voice is great. But then you put me in the spot. Like, what? And this is going to be your, this is going to be the big character flaw here because she's shy. Like, everyone's shy. Right. Who right. wants to be put on the spot in high school to sing? Yeah, it makes no sense. <clears throat> then I, there are a couple other, like, real gem quotes there. I think we're about getting to the Jane Austen point. We're getting there. Um, coming back to my, my last comment about people who walk and read at the same time. Oh, boy. After they have a quick conversation, she takes two steps. She almost trips and falls. Sure. Reading, like you do. Reading and walking at the same time. Just don't do it. Stop. <laughs> One or the other. That's, that's yeah. how it works. This episode is sponsored by Don't Read While You're Walking. Dot uh, <laughs> <laughs> org. Uh. Just go, if you just sit down and read or just walk and get where you need to go to. Yep can't multitask anyway thank you for your um, sponsorship so we're th this conversation is still happening they're still talking uh and yeah i mean they connect they bond over all of a sudden um jane austen right which i've never read i don't no. know if you have no i guess we probably should uh before we take make too many comments there but uh the one thing that really stood out to me that made me upset <laughs> <laughs> when he's talking to Jane Austen, her names are so pre precise, like IP addresses. It's <laughs> like, wait, what? What? <laughs> this is—is is this how you flirt? <laughs> no wonder your family is worried about you. No wonder your sister makes fun of you. Yes, all of this makes so much sense. Yeah, I think it, it was—it was a. It was, uh, this this interaction of like so she's reading Jane Austen and he's like oh what do you mean um and he just says like yeah I love Jane Austen sure I've never read any Jane Austen stuff yeah, it's a book yeah it's definitely the, she they have books is it is Jane Austen a book is Jane Austen an author <laughs> Jane Austen's an author yeah send us an email <laughs> shout out Russ for 
Not knowing who Jane Austen is, classic Russ. Wait, you wait. Hold on. You're the one who doesn't know. Now, of course, I know Jane Austen, the author, famous yeah. English novelist known primarily for her six major novels. You just read that because the thing I looked up. Bullshit. Perfect yeah. critique and comments upon the British landed gentry at the end of the 18th century. Of course, it is Russ. <laughs> oh, so we're on the same page as the same Jane Austen then. Yeah, we're all talking about Jane Austen here. Um, but yeah, this felt like the kind of like the reverse of like um, uh, in. You know, when like uh, the guy's like, a girl says like, oh, yeah, I read Spider-Man comics. It was like, you know what I mean? I feel like the kind of like the flip of that where like yeah. they're surprised this, like, oh, you read Spider-Man comics? But you're a right. girl. And it's and like, this, oh, you read is like, Austin? Yeah, it's, this movie's stereotypical and misogynistic enough to be like, oh, yeah, let's just take that and do the opposite. And like, what's, what's the opposite of Spider-Man? Jane Austen. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Get another, you know, they're like, there's a chasm between my intentions and my results. You know, stop talking about your intentions and your results. This isn't a, this isn't a program. I mean, this is, that's the core lesson of the movie, Russ. This relationships aren't a program. Yeah, they aren't. You're and the app, Russ. You're the app. What do you, what, why are you, call, what? I agree with you. <laughs> I'm just quoting our hero James here. All right, so we're, we get back to the dorm. <laughs> we're back in the dorm. By the way, we go back to the dorm quite a bit here, so it's gonna get a little over overdone. But yeah, it's we're one of one of four scenes in the movie. <laughs> All right, so we're back in the dorm. Um, like I'm, I, I just sighed like I'm exhausted already. Yeah, we're like five minutes into the movie. Yep, and Lance is immediately he's got he's brought a girl back uh, to the apartment and. And James rightfully says, where am I supposed to sleep? And Lance goes, not here. Figure it out, man. <laughs> I was like, wait. Pretty good, right? <laughs> yeah, this is ruthless. Like, this isn't how, I don't know. I lived in college dorms freshman year, and I don't think any of my roommates ever said <laughs> anything like that. <clears throat> yeah, not here. Figure it out. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. And then why does she have to leave out the window? So then... <laughs> Yes. This, is, this is the next day, right? Like he sleeps in the laundry yep. room or wherever. Yep. The next morning we come back and, and Lance uh, is trying, like someone's knocking at the door and Lance is trying to say. Hammering on the door. Yeah, hammering there's, on the door. And there's like, as we come into the scene, there's like, there's a bra hanging on. Okay, cool. So Lance hooked up with a girl. Great. Got it. Yeah. I thought it was like the cops or something. Someone that would actually be knocking aggressively on the door. Yeah, no, but then it's it's Lance and this random girl in James's bed, by the way. Right. It's like, Which your bed is right. Like, is this to show? Cool. Uh, like, come on, man. Assert your dominance, I guess. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Alpha douche. Um. So, the someone's banging on the door. It's Lance's dad. Right. Right. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, and all of a sudden, Lance is freaking out that this girl has to get out of here. Right. Which and two, like five seconds later makes no sense. Right. Exactly. And she, <laughs> she, she jumps out the window like a real trooper. Yeah, she does. Which is, first of all, why? Right. <laughs> second of all, um, it, you're, they were on the first floor. Right. Exactly. And uh, this was, I think, in your Fast Facts originally, and we took it out. Uh, but there's a line that Lance says then, bimbo flying somebody catch her which again a weird thing to say like i don't know any college age kids that say the word bimbo at all 
yeah. and also like what i don't know why call her a bimbo like i don't know like none of this makes any sense yeah you, you just tell her to leave the reason why it was a fast fact was because you said it was a crew member that said it or something like that. I didn't say this for a fast fact. I skipped it. It was in a trivia thing in MDB and it just made no sense. Oh, uh, right. We skipped it because it was uninteresting. Because it was literally just a line he said in the movie. So, yeah. And then how does, her, how does his dad at the door not hear him scream that also? <laughs> right. So then, all right, so the girl leaves. This, is, this whole interaction is just stupid. He opens the door and his dad comes in. And immediately I'm just like, why, why, why do you need to make the girl leave? Yeah. Like, and he also, just walked out the front door, like put your clothes on and walk out the front door. Like his dad clearly would not have been pissed because his dad is also an asshole. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and he makes her leave and he goes, oh, like, oh, I'll give you a gift certificate for uh, bagels and coffee at the Wait. place there. And then when his dad shows up, his dad's also talking about bagels and coffee. Like everyone in this movie is obsessed with bagels and coffee. Doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> makes no sense at all dad comes in uh and then we get this this we learn like immediately i was like yeah his dad's definitely an asshole definitely can tell why would you make the girl have to go out the window all this sort of stuff right and then um his dad comes in and then like the dad's girlfriend comes in right inga there's and, a lot uh, of by the way there's a lot of broken families in california apparent seemingly like and a lot of dads who are dating women who are way too young yeah there's nothing wrong with broken like, don't don't say broken families Rose. i don't think that's a preferred term <laughs> what i don't know like, like, i don't know you have, you have separate families okay well, I don't know. i've got a separate family fine yeah you come from a broken home bud like, yeah i mean i don't know yeah broken home is like you don't have a family unit anymore right i don't know i know it's the most 80s thing you've ever said what's that the most 80s thing you've ever said well <laughs> That's what they labeled it as back when I was a kid, all right? I know. You were a latchkey kid. I get it. <laughs> so, yes, the dad, the dad is a piece of shit, and you hear about it when uh, he's talking about his girlfriend, Inga. This and is, this is she, priceless. She walks away, and Lance goes, what happened to Fabiola? And he goes, Inga happened to Fabiola. <laughs> this is awful. It's terrible. You're setting a bad example. <laughs> and at this point, I was like, is this movie just like, is this written to just kind of like a uh, shit on fest of, of, of guys? Maybe that's what it is. That's, that's, that's fine, I guess. Maybe is that what it's supposed to be? Right. And that's what I, uh, I almost hoped it would turn into that. Like if it were just, um, you know, an indictment of hyper masculinity is like a, as a toxic prop, like if yeah. it were, if it were doing that, I would have appreciated doesn't. it, I think, but it doesn't. And then also at the same time, like I said earlier, the women have no agency in this movie either. So like okay. no one, no one in this movie comes across as, as good or competent. Nope. Nope. Just no. assholes across the board. Yes. Everyone and is unlikable. Everyone's dumb and assholes. Yes. So we go to class. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we've met uh, Lance. Now we're moving into first day of class, I guess, or whatever, I don't know, day of class, right? Yep. We're in our computer science class, uh, which, by the way, is the teacher, is she from Third Rock from the Sun? Yes. Yes. Thank you for saying that because I was trying to place her. Uh, and I, I forgot like, to mention that earlier. I forgot. She was, the, she was the mom 
of the, the, the alien family. She's right? the best actor in the movie. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, no, hands down. Like, no doubt. She has some of the best lines, too. Yeah, she's something special. Uh, like, wipe the girl off your face, please. Her first, I think it's her first line in the movie, basically. Yeah. Yes. Um, Other than being like, all right, everyone's here. And it's either she's doing roll call or whatever. And Lance comes in late. And again, this is where things are just awkward because, like, we just were in, Lance was in his dorm room with his dad, right? Right. And then right. we just cut right to class. And Lance has got, like, it looks like he's got a rash around his mouth, but it's, it's actually lipstick. Yeah, which is not clear. Yeah, I was like, does he have a rat? What, where the fuck was he? I'm glad they had the line in there of wipe the girl off your face because I wouldn't have understood what was up with his face otherwise. I would have been like, he's got a rash. Yeah. Like first week of, of class. School. Right. And it's, it's the first day. It definitely is the first day. Yeah. Uh, and I wrote this because I, I was confused about which day it is, how quickly time passes. Like half, about half of this movie is a Christmas movie uh, at some point. Yeah, and that's so, right. That's right. I forgot the other half is is definitely a Christmas movie. So there's a lot of time that doesn't time time means nothing here. Uh, Whatever you know. Confirmed, it's definitely the first day, uh, and then yeah, that would she, be September. Yes, let's say September September fifth. Let's why not after Labor Day? That's when school starts, right? I yeah, think arbitrarily in most places. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll let you say this because you're a Connecticut guy. You can. Uh, so yeah, this one I was like, did she really just? So we're still in the classroom, first day, uh, third rock from the sun. Um, she's got the best line for like to wipe the girl off your face, please. That's a pretty great line. Yeah. Um, and then she says, I think right after that, she says, "God, I miss New Haven." Right. And it was like, what did you just? And so I was like, is that a Yale joke? Yeah, and I think but, it's definitely a Yale joke. <laughs> but is that even? Is, is that a joke? Like. Like, who would get that? No, it's not for anyone. <laughs> Except for someone who's from New Haven be like, why would you say that? <laughs> yeah, it's like for people who have some connection to New Haven, there's no Definitely. way that you... No one, in, no one in California knows where New Haven is. <laughs> oh, they have no idea. Are you kidding me? No way. Of course not. Uh, and, and she's trying to go through her uh, syllabus here and like nobody did any homework and it's a whole thing except James, uh, which is also dumb, but... Uh, yeah she's she finishes up class for the day saying you have to work very hard uh class dismissed <laughs> and it's literally two minutes it's from she goes from wipe the girl off your face to class dismissed and that's it maybe a minute and a half yeah <laughs> and i don't think there was any cut i think it just went these three lines and that was it yep yep <laughs> and so my other thought here is like why does everyone have to take computer science like are, are is everyone at this college a computer science major? Is that a thing now? Because this came out in 2018 and maybe that is the future. I don't know. I Are don't we know. out of touch with the kids again? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Is that like, is computer science, it's like you need to take a math course, an English course, and you need to take a computer science course? I have no idea. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> if there's any kids out there. <laughs> Never mind. Don't. Careful, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Don't <reach> <laughs> Tell us about your computer science classes. Email us at it's that's me. The, don't <laughs> con, don't email don't, us. Don't, don't send email me. us. Don't contact us. You're not even listening to this. Don't even worry about it. Instagram? <laughs> no. Don't even don't even do anything. Just ignore us. Um. So yeah, there's more in this whole class thing, though, right? I I I saw the whole, 
Yeah. Well, this is when it like jumps around like a, a little bit. And this is, I think right after class, um, I lumped it into the classroom, but um, when they're trying to like bully him into not doing any work. Uh, and so like, basically they're like, you like, don't do the homework until, unless we tell you to. And yeah. So we get the three, the, the three bros, right? The three. So he goes up to the library. It looks like James and right. three bros follow. And they basically, cause in the classroom, James stood up cause he was the only one who did the homework that was in the syllabus, whatever. No right. one else did it. And the logic is she can't fail all of us if we don't do it. <laughs> Which I don't. I, I don't, can. <laughs> like, like, yeah. yeah. Uh, you can. You totally can. Yeah. And so they're trying to. It's not like high school where she has to really worry about her job. I mean, like, yeah, you don't want to fail everyone, obviously, because it makes bad poor on you, but like, she could. Right. <laughs> yeah, nothing about it makes any sense. And then, like, the uh, the other the other kid here, the shorter, blonder, smaller, blonder, uh, bully, smaller, blonder. He he like wants to learn. Also, he's complaining about. He's like, oh no, I, I want to learn. <laughs> yeah, he says it like like what? Okay. <laughs> like, who's this other nerd that wants to learn? At this point, we don't know that this other kid's a bully, and so I was concerned for him. Uh, you know, these are these are two upstanding uh, students that just trying to just trying to figure out college, navigate this whole experience together. They're all new freshmen. I thought so, I was watching Stand and Deliver for a second. <laughs> so, um, so they they give like kind of like a that's them the the bros meeting the James although James is roommates with, with Lance head bro if you will. They're in the library and then we go to the bros just walking and talking right classic yeah. classic Sorkin you know it's a, it's a board it's a board meeting. Yeah, it's a board meeting. It's a classic walk and talk with some bros. Um, they call it explicitly a board meeting a weird amount of times. I I, I kind of like this whole sequence was just kind of like jarring. Like, yes. So they were basically coming up with the idea for the act at this point. Yes. The bros were. Lance leading kind of the charge there. He has an awkward encounter with a girl who goes up the stairs and is like, hey, you remember me? He's like, yeah, should I? He's like, She's like, yeah, we slept together. Yeah. He's like, we slept right. together. You never called. Yeah. And then that's the sparks the idea, right? So the bros. Right. Well, and before that, though, even like right before that, uh, I'm just like questioning the writing here of what, like, how, how old is, how old is the writer that we're talking about? Because we're saying things like dating is for putzes. <laughs> I was like, I don't think I've ever heard a person say putzes that's not over the age of 60. <laughs> You've heard me say it, but yeah, I'm old, you know, I say, you know. But, right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, no one college age is saying that. No. <laughs> Even I know that. Dating's for putzes. Why would I waste money on a movie? Like, okay. Everything that I say in the real world, I know, like, no kid 20 years younger than me is saying. Right. Right. Exactly. And, that, and that's when they get the idea. And so that's when uh, Lance talks about how the perfect app hasn't been created yet. Uh, and then they do like a very exposition-y like sequence of like, but what features do we need? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, well, it would have to make the girl that couldn't find me afterwards. Uh, and, and then he goes through a weird list of things like, you can't know your last name. And <laughs> there's very specific weird features that they call out. Uh, <laughs> And I'm already very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, this is like a college campus, you know, 
not good app. <laughs> right, exactly. And then, and then they're just like, wait, why can't we just create an app like that? Yeah. <laughs> just call it ghosted. You know, like, like <laughs> sure. Right, like, or, and they, can, they don't name any other dating apps. Right, I don't think yeah. they name any. They don't name any actual legit. Probably because you know they can't. But they, they don't right. name any legit dating apps. But it's like, is this just just Tinder? Just use a fake name and create a Tinder account. It's implied. Yeah. All right. So the the bros have a board meeting, the bro the bro board meeting, if you will, uh, and this is where they come up with the idea for this this terrible dating app, which is basically, I don't know sketchy if you, if that's a way I may describe it where it's pretty much like a it's a it's a hookup app but you literally know nothing about the other person. I think sketchy is a gross understatement. <laughs> yeah, I, I was trying to think of something even worse, which I could throw out there, but I was like, ah, you know, let's let's try to keep it, you know. No, it's horrible. And it's it's where the I don't see how this benefits us quote comes from too um later on. But yeah. The, the idea for the app makes no sense. Like, why would anyone sign up for this voluntarily? Yeah. I like to think that, like, uh, our, the youth uh, has got a little bit of a brains here. Um, yes. Pretty they much do. they want to make a, a dating app where you didn't, pretty, you didn't know anything about the person. You just used it to get for hooking up, which is pretty much just Tinder. Uh, but they were going to cram a bunch of, like, stuff in pretty much their terms of service that was just, like, that no one's going to read. But it was like, yeah, terms of service, don't share your name. Here's all this other <laughs> stuff. Don't do <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And also it was kind of weird that they were calling it, uh, they made the rules so weird and arbitrary that like no one would ever possibly agree to those. Like I, that's what I don't understand. I think more than anything, it was like, they made the point of um, talking about, well, if all the, if all the guys are there, then all the girls will have to sign up for it. (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) I don't think all of the people sign up for anything in general. So Bros get this idea and then they have a light bulb moment of they find, they figure, they realize that James Lance's uh, roommate there is a coder, big nerd, obviously. We all know this. We know this. Uh, And they decide to go back to him and say, hey, pretty much build this thing, right? Or they, well, they do do kind of like a quick interview with him, right? Right. Because, because uh, bro number one, not Lance. (laughs) Taller blonde guy. This is going really well for the podcast, by the way. I'm sure everyone at home is really enjoying listening to us be like, yeah, bro one and bro two, taller blonde guy, shorter blonde guy. Let's pick names right now and just do it. They have names. Look at what's the IMDb? (laughs) It's like like Wesley. One of them's Wesley. Oh, it's Daniel and Wesley. Okay. Yeah, Wesley's the big one. Daniel's the small one. So Daniel and Wesley are there chilling and they're arguing with Lance about why they're creating this app. Uh, and Wesley brings up the valid point. We can't even understand the syllabus. And like, I know he was making a joke, but also I believe him. Yeah. No, there's no <laughs> doubt. Like they, like, wh- why are you forced to be a con- computer science major? If you also can't understand the syllabus, like how did you get to this point? <laughs> what made you think this was a viable career option for you to pursue? <laughs> My only response is it's California. I guess I don't know. I don't know either. So you're right. So that so then they interview him. Then they start. They pull James in. So we got Lance, Wesley, and Daniel, mm-hmm. uh, and they kind of give him an interview, right? And they're talking to him, and they're like, "Oh, you've coded. How long have you been coded for?" He's like, "Since I was seven. Yeah, nerd. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's been led into the board meeting. 
Yeah. And then they, he's like, yeah, I've built plenty of apps. And there's one that jumped. Go ahead. You say? I was just, <laughs> well, they ask, have you ever made an app before? He goes, yeah, which one? <laughs> Wait, right. That's a weird way to answer that question. <laughs> yeah, like, like, he's like, well, I made 17 for iOS and 12 for Android. And I was like, ah, Android getting the shaft as always. Seriously, which has the much larger marketplace, right? Yeah, we, Russ and I are big Android people, in case you didn't huge. know that. Yeah, <laughs> anyways. So, anyways, go with what you were saying. So then he's like, yeah, I've built a bunch of apps. He starts rattling off all these apps he's made. <laughs> One that caught, my, that caught me was he said he built an app that led homeless people to shelters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I think... If you if you like actually look at stats like real real world stats, yeah. there are probably uh, a large percentage of homeless people that have a cell phone. Like, why wouldn't you at this point? Like a lot of like a lot of the homeless people don't. They're not lifelong homeless people. You like you end up there because you miss a few bills and you're like in tough tough there's, circumstances. Well, there's a whole huge population of them that are also just uh, digital like not digital. I mean, like who are people who've chosen to not have a home and are like still have electronic devices. Like another sure. System. Ads, I think you were going with. Uh, so yeah, and then that's it. So they pretty much just come up with like a really super sketchy version of Tinder. That's pretty even more sketchy version of Tinder. Well, right. And the terms that we were talking about earlier that are crazy for anyone to agree to are no names, no seeing the person again, and no dating. <laughs> like, wait, what's the point of this? <laughs> I get it's a hookup app, but also this is real weird. <laughs> yeah, and no one, no no one should sign up for this app. Right. Period. Right. So then we cut to the family walk, uh, which I didn't realize was his family at first because they're having a very weird conversation. Yes. I was like, I don't, I don't talk this way around my parents <laughs> uh, or my grandparents. Rest nope. in peace. Come on, boy. Like, have you hooked up with any college girls yet? And he's like, well, no, dad, I'm making apps and stuff. Uh, and his dad's like, oh, I'm going to ask for a paternity test. And I was like, that's pretty, that's pretty messed up. <laughs> Sorry, dad, you're an idiot. And you know, like what? So ruthless. And then the grandfather's like, well, I'm going to ask for a paternity test for that paternity test. <laughs> Why are we joking about this? This is a real issue. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, uh, sorry, before you get to whatever you're going to say, I just want to close my section with, and then the mom says, if you want to ask about the fairer sex, you should ask your grandfather. <laughs> oh my. Really upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> like they, they have a weird exchange with the grandfather about how like about women in general. <clears throat> Nothing in, in this situation is appropriate. Yeah. Um, we, we, we somehow back. get to the family walk, which there was no beginning or end of. <laughs> like yeah, just kind of zoom in at the moment. <laughs> and then, and then gone. Pan out, fade to black, <laughs> whatever. And then we immediately jump to uh, Lance and James meeting. Um, where, where were they? Were they just? <laughs> I don't know. So all, all I got to was was Lance getting out of like a brand new Corvette. I think it was the atrium in the daytime. <laughs> ah, okay. So Lance has got a ton of money. Now we know this, right? Was that a Corvette? I was, I, I couldn't yeah, tell what kind was. of car it was. Okay. Yeah, because when he went and sat back down in it, like the, yeah, it was a Corvette emblem on it. It was like one of the new ones. Yeah. I was like, how does he have this car? Like, that's what we were saying. They didn't hint at this earlier at all. Like when his dad came by and was a piece of shit earlier, like yep. he 
there was no hint that he comes from money. Like we don't yeah. know that Lance comes from money. Nope. Well, did we skip the whole part about, wait, did we miss the part where Lance tells, like, where they had the conversation about how James wanted to get into MIT? He wanted to get into a better school, basically? No, that's happening right now. That's in oh, Okay, that, okay that, yeah, okay, I thought so. Yeah, so, like, so you ro- that's when he rolls up to him and, and says, hey, uh, like, you got to build it, you really got to build this out for us, guy. And, uh, and, that's when, and that's when he gets into the whole, like, well, I'll pay for your college, He's like, he's like, well, my family's business and I couldn't, I got into, of course I got into Stanford and MIT and Harvard and wherever else, name a college that you can think of, yeah. uh, but I, could, I couldn't afford to go there. But, my family's business. And I was like, what are you, what are you talking about your, your family's business? That's a weird thing to, that's a weird thing to focus on. But, and they, well, they, we do touch on that later on where we find out how the dad just blew through his inheritance and fucked up the, the, the family business. Right, but but we never get any more information about the family business. <laughs> yeah, there's, no, there's nothing there. Like, I, yeah. what? I still what? just what? says business. Yeah. yeah, you're setting up something that makes no sense later. Yeah. So he basically Lance and James have a back and forth, and then Lance pretty like pretty much. It's weird. He just says like, "Oh yeah, think." He doesn't say think about it. He's like, "I can I can help you get the money to go to MIT." Basically, right? Is that, uh, is that I think cool? he said. I think he said, I will give you the money to go. Like, I think he said, like, I will pay you the money that you need to go to MIT. Pretty much, right? And then It's he pretty explicit. Whole, and then he goes on this whole rant about how we could be Bill Gates and Paul Allen, Steve Jobs and the Waz, you know? Yeah, which, who is this kid? Like, why is he referencing those things? You make him seem out like he's such a dummy earlier. And then all of a sudden he's like, like, no one knows who Paul Allen is. <laughs> yeah, not really, like... Like I know who he is, you know who he is. Sure, but a very small majority of <laughs> this kid wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. Although he's a computer science major, so may, I don't know. Like every everyone at the school is a computer science major, so. <laughs> um. So then, is this also the same time where we cut back to the? Yeah, we cut back to the dorm room, and James agrees, right, to build the app. Uh. Right. Exactly. So James agrees to build the app, and then at this moment he becomes the bully. Yeah, he 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 turns into a bully. He starts asking and not asking. He's really he's really telling, like make me breakfast, demanding. Yeah. You gotta make me tea. You gotta yep. do all this stuff for me. It's a whole thing. While also demanding that I don't want people to know I'm a part of this. He gets really upset when uh, Lance is talking about how they need to have a you know need to have a like who owns this app who made whose idea is this and classic social network right and james goes i just want to be behind the scenes i'm just fixing i'm just doing the the code this is good this is all you yep uh and then (laughs) i love lance's response that he goes we can't tell mommy like why not when he's talking about like his his mom finding out and i was like oh wait it turns out that's actually an important plot point apparently Very much so. Then we jump to uh, you know a walk and talk with the bros, the, the bro brofecta there, and yep. the ra- and random the random girls, the girls who were just basically the sorority girls who were pretty much in the read. They're the yeah. girls, right? Well, and I think one of them is the one. Um, Thais pointed this out to me uh, a little earlier. I think one of them was the one that he threw out the window in the beginning. Yes. Ra- Rachel, yeah. Rachel, yeah. who is the girl that right? I didn't realize that. Yeah, she's, yeah. An, she's an important character apparently too uh-huh. um, that we'll find out later but 
yes, yes. Yep. The, the bros and the main sorority girls are walking down the hall talking about this this new app idea. I thought this was funny. What language is the app in? They're having a conversation about like building this app, whatever, and then like, right. like, oh, what language is it? <laughs> I think it's Ra- I think it's Rachel that asks, right, or one one of the other girls. Yeah, I think it's Rachel. <laughs> Oh my god. English. English. <laughs> yeah. Classic. Classic programming joke. And then I was like, why are they appreciating this? Why is everyone in, again, why is everyone in this school in computer science? It makes no sense. Makes sense. And then we cut back and then we cut back to the dorm room again. Yep. Uh James is like taking over the place. Uh Lance walks in. There's all of a sudden there's whiteboards everywhere. <laughs> yeah, where do you get all these whiteboards from? There's like six whiteboards. Yeah, the, we haven't talked about it enough yet in this movie, yeah. but the the music is real weird. <laughs> um, so like, yeah, the musical choices throughout this movie are fascinating. Yeah, so mo- and most of the music sounds like it's from the period, right? Like most of it sounds like it's from uh, like the two thousand tens. It's like very it's contemporary pop music for the most yeah. part, yeah. except for in this scene when James is sitting there at the computer making all of making even more demands about why he's the the guy in charge. Yeah. Uh, and the, the music's like and it's like very like 80s coat like I'm watching like a I'm watching hackers, which I know is 90s, but like I'm watching like some old movie. Real science. Like, <laughs> Come on, real science. Yeah, <laughs> awful, horrendous. Real genius. Real genius. <laughs> and you're like, oh, oh, no, now I know he's coding. No, for he's, sure. He's, yeah, he's in it. He's, he's, you know. Yeah, that guy's building an app. Blocked in, clearly. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, this is my sanctuary. <laughs> Ugh, gross. <What? laughs> yeah, James just leaps over to like the total asshole barrier there. Right. And then this is where you would expect if they were doing some kind of role reversal for the characters where uh, all of a sudden the, the likable character becomes an asshole and the asshole becomes a likable character. Right. No, 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 it doesn't happen. They're both still awful. No, it's just now everyone's an asshole. Now everyone is terrible. And, and Lance is like, for some reason, James is coughing a bunch, which I don't know. I've got, I'm kind of convinced that he has black lung at this point, but. <laughs> I was like, it was so confusing because like he, yeah, he started coughing and then Lance just throws him a jacket. Yeah, don't you dare get sick on me. <laughs> like, what? And he he doesn't get sick, right? No. And also, how is like throwing him a sweater gonna help him out <laughs> in terms okay. of not getting sick? It's also like he, he fakes being sick, I think, to get more stuff out of Lance. But it's like two days later, well, he's not sick. You know, he's not sick, right? Right. Well, do we? Um. All right. So that's another terrible interaction so we jump back to classroom i've got so many questions about this teacher I, not. um i'm gonna let you ask away and i'll answer them the best i can i the only thing i had about this entire scene was lance was put on the spot and him and his two buddies uh cronies the, the you know daniel and wesley there, the uh the blonde bros the bronies like, sure the bronies they're like the worst bullshitters ever like they're terrible at this they're terrible at lying Oh, yes. Awful, awful, awful. Uh, like, I mean, and this is where everyone's judgment, again, comes into play. No one's a likable character, even the teacher, because mm. she's letting them off the hook. She's letting them get away with this. Like, they're mm-hmm. saying idiotic things. Lance yeah. is talking about how he, oh, I'm developing a real app more than meets the requirements of this class. I was like, wait a second. I also went to college. <laughs> and if I just, like, did the thing that I went to college, like, 
I was, you know, if I'm studying uh, advertising or whatever, yeah. I couldn't just like make an ad and be like, oh, well, I think that satisfies the requirements of the course. Like, no, of course not. Done. <laughs> like, that's sure. not how learning works. It's not how any of this works. <laughs> uh, and the teacher's entertaining it. And she's in, and they're lying, uh, like you said, they're lying at their asses. Like, oh, my contract with NASA prevents me from saying anything. Like, uh, you know, if we, if we talk about what we're making, we're, we're going to wind up dead in our sleep. I goes, wait, that's not how NDAs work. Yeah, that's not at all how they work. Yeah, and she's buying into all of it. And I'm pretty sure NASA doesn't kill people. Well. That's going to be another podcast. But, uh, <laughs> Russ yeah. and Jared dig into, well, we can't, are you sure about that? Neither of us can say it for certain. <laughs> you get a guy who knows a guy. Absolutely. Shout out to NASA. They're all, you know, government agencies. Who knows? Anyways, that's a different podcast for a different time. Right. But the point is she let them out of the quiz. They're like, try, they're, this is, they were trying to get, there were pop quiz that was happening. They were trying to get out of the pop quiz. But they and, just let, well, hold on. But they just let, she just let Lance out of it. The other two blonde guys still had it. I think oh, they, I thought, I thought the whole team was out. No, I think it was, it was just him. Cause he was the one who was like, yeah, I'm, I'm working with blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Oh, that's even crazier then. What's the point of all of this? <laughs> and like, wouldn't that mean, wouldn't, wouldn't, if you were a teacher, Russ, put yourself in a teacher's shoes for a second here. I know, I know how you like to wear other people's shoes. Why, why would you let them not take the quiz? Wouldn't that just mean that they could ace the quiz? Like, wouldn't you yeah. be like, well, 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 you got a head start on all your classmates. You're clearly a genius. Yeah. Yeah. Take the quiz. Demonstrate your knowledge. Because <laughs> that's what coming to school is all about. I believe that's what quizzes are for. <laughs> yes. You, you've learned something, you've absorbed it, and then you can demonstrate that you've learned this thing. Infuriating. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, did, I, I went to the wrong school. Um, so she's like, she presses a, uh, you know, teacher, you know, press him like, so what's the name of the app, right? Because you have solo back and forth. Yep. He comes up with like, I think a random name on the, on the, on the spot, right? Terrible name. Jungle for the dating app. Jungle. Awful. I sure. get it. But really. Terrible. <laughs> Uh, and then that's it. And then he's let out of the quiz. If well, well hold on, he's let out of the quizzes. If uh, he can provide a full, what'd she say? A full biscuit rundown of uh, of. Well, I think no. I think that's later. Oh, is that later? I made I a note about. I made a no, 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 no. I made a note about that later. She oh shit! Like, I thought that was at that point where she was like, "Yeah, you can skip the quizzes if you can provide like a full, you know, um, document of like basically what your app's gonna be doing, other than proprietary information." No, no, I wrote, I wrote that down later. <laughs> oh, this is great. This is great. No, he just he gets out of the quiz scot-free. Nothing happens. Nothing bad happens at all. <laughs> all right. So he's out of the quiz. We jump back to uh, Lance and James' dorm room. James Where continuing to be. James has, black, James has black lung at this point, for sure. Yes. No doubt. Uh, he's still pretty much being a jerk. Right. Um. And this is where I thought they were going to get into like a stand and deliver moment for me. Uh, when I was like, Oh, he's learning. Like Lance is talking about how he's, he's trying to remember all these terms. He's trying to get, he's trying to get James to coach him on how the app works so that he can right. actually understand. Because like when the girls earlier asked him about the language uh, question, he hadn't, he had nothing to say. Yep. Exactly. And so he's, he's, I think he's actually trying to learn. And so for a second, I, I was, I was proud of him. I thought that I thought they were going to try and develop the character a little bit more. 
just a little bit. Did you say develop and character uh, in a movie that's rated TV 14? I thought, I thought it didn't pan out that way. Like, uh, and that, and then it, and then the scene, the whole rest of the scene focuses on James being sick. Yeah. Like annoyingly. Really annoyingly. And then, and, <laughs> Like pulling, like he's acting like Lance has also never been sick. (laughs) He's like, oh, I've got a real bad cold. Could be a week. Uh, If it's a sinus infection, could be a couple weeks. Uh, (laughs) Like, like, based on what information? Like, you're not a doctor. You're a stupid nerd. Get out of here. And then, see, that's a problem. Stupid nerd. Stop saying that, man. Right. You're right. You're right. That's bullying. You're bullying. I'm bullying. And then he, and then he prescribes six thousand grams of vitamin c crystals to himself which that's a lot that's a lot isn't it i mean presumably uh the grams is in terms of the crystals and has nothing to do with the vitamin c dosage like i'm assuming whatever crystals he's got six thousand grams of it is not six thousand milligrams or whatever like like the appropriate amount of vitamin c that you can take in a day is not that okay. <laughs> it's not six thousand grams that's way too much <laughs> yeah it seems like a lot right uh yeah psa not a doctor or a scientist uh <laughs> Don't know. Yeah, I'm not very good with the metric system either. So yeah, I'm okay with metric and six thousand grams. Not an appropriate dose of vitamin C. No matter what, it sounds like a lot. No, and then he's like, "Well, realistically, my sickness should last no more than a month." <laughs> <laughs> like, what's the whole point? Of, is he is he just being a he's just being a jerk to be a jerk, right? Yes. And this is when it finally occurred to me when I was like, "Oh, he's playing him." Yeah, is, uh, which is good. Well, he's laying in bed and he smiles when he says, like, go make me some tea or whatever. Get, or give me the 6,000 6, grams of vitamin C crystals, you know? It's like... Right. And and that's when they do, like, the little role reversal scene, which I love, uh, which is when they banish Lance to the laundry room to sleep, just like he banished James on his first day. Hey, the bully's got to get bullied, you know? Yep, exactly. That's not how... That's called escalation. That's not how you should actually handle anything. But No, it's an yeah. awful idea. It's an awful idea. So, yeah, we're uh, on the record as being pro communication. <laughs> pro communication. Talk to each other. Work it out. Don't bully each other to get what you want. Exactly. Unless it's really fun. I feel like we just had a really positive. That's a pretty good positive message we just sent to the world. Yes. Be best. Some would say. Be better. Don't. Yep. Right. <laughs> I was going somewhere specific with that, Russ. <laughs> oh, go. For, oh, wait, we just said, yeah. Keep going. I said good. be best. No, no, that's for the. They'll be best. Yeah, you know who you are out there. What does that even mean? Is that something I don't know? That's a Melania Trump thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Um, okay. So, <laughs> so now, so then it's the next morning. It's the next like morning. Yeah, like, just like that. It's the next morning. Uh, Lance comes back upstairs to the dorm room and and James is ready to show him the app for the first time. That's right. We got launch day. We had launch, like launch day, <laughs> kind of like launch day. Uh, don't care <laughs> for it. Doesn't really go well. <laughs> uh, so now I mean, we could note that like Jared, you and I have worked together. Uh, we've never talked about this, but we worked together at a tech company. Sure. We've gone, we've gone through launch days. Those happened. Yep. Never like this. <laughs> no. <laughs> never, near, never nearly as smooth as this. <laughs> Yeah, for one, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, from the actual logistics of the rest of this, 
this makes it this makes it look like we're idiots at our job. Yeah, I was gonna say, I was like, Russ, we're both competent professionals. Shout out to <laughs> shout out to our current and future employers. Some of us have jobs, Russ. <laughs> oh right, right, right. Good luck. Good luck. After this episode airs, that's it. You're done. Yeah. No, we've had plenty of smooth product launch. But this one, man, they nailed it just from a dorm room and just launched it and it immediately just... Yeah, love the ad that they produce, that he, that James apparently uh, is also an advertiser and produces like a a really nice video uh, showing the app in action. That that, whole scene was... Go ahead. That that clip was weird to me. Like when they were showing all, they're showing swipe, whatever, jungle stuff for the first time. And there's like pictures all across the screen and there's like people moving in and out and there's a weird voiceover that like, I don't know who he got to do that. Uh, it was, it was all I, I, I just remember just like, it was just a bunch of women in kind of clad clothing. That was it. Right. Was that the, was that the app or was that an ad? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, yeah. And then they're like talking about how they get people to adopt it. Um, well, hold on. Before that, one thing I want to call out because I, uh, I, like Please. I said, you, you and I, have, we've, you know, we've we've done some work together here, and I do like that um, <laughs> the landing screen for like the sign up for it. Right. Did you catch it? The button to like sign up and and get going. No, I didn't. Oh read boy, it. you ready for this? It said, "Let the hunting begin." Gross. <laughs> so gross. Like Marketize Friday. There it is. Eric, if you're listening, that's for you. Um, so, all right. So they're launching the app for the first time. Lance, they're all excited. Um, right. and, and before they get to the, uh, they're going to do a big pitch, which I love. Right oh. before that, they're, ta- they're talking about like how they get people on it. And, and I, I can't remember if it's Lance or James. It doesn't matter. One of them says, there's got to be some mathematical theorem to get them on Jungle. Oh, boy. Yep. What? What sentence is that? Who wrote that? Why would anyone? <laughs> Did anyone consent, consult, consult anyone? Did anyone consent? I think that's a fair question. Yeah. Did anyone consent, con- consent to this movie being made? Uh, consult anyone like on kind of technical jargon? No. Checks out. I've been working on it my whole life. <laughs> I mean, we can't refute it. Uh, we're going to move on. So here we go. Um, all right, so app has been built, jungle has been built, they've launched it. Uh, now comes with every great launch, marketing. Right. How do you get users to adopt your app? <laughs> On a phone, digital online app, right? Yep. Good words. Good words. I mean, so, I'm throwing out all the buzzwords I remember from being, you know. So we jump from them launching this to now all of a sudden Lance and the two blonde bros, uh, Daniel and, and Wesley, they're in like a courtyard of the, whatever, they're outside at, at the college, uh, surrounded by a pack of bros, if you will. I think it's called a murder, a murder of bros. I don't, I don't know. Is that- bros, are, bros are like crows. Pretty good. Um, and they are, they are pitching the app in <laughs> person. Two people sitting outside. It's like, it's like 12 people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It's, like, it's just 12 people. It's not like they're changing the world here. And that's what I think drove me nuts too with the rest of the movie because the, the spoilers for the next couple minutes, but the app, the app takes off like wildfire. Uh, somehow everyone in the whole world like starts, or at least in this community, starts using this app. Uh, and it's insane to me. <laughs> 
like how quickly how quickly this is adopted <laughs> yeah because it's a terrible app um right. as a marketer i would say you want to you want to spend a lot of your time focusing on the benefits right like you want to be a benefits oriented marketer and i, I wasn't we're sure we're cutting to marketing 101 session here exactly and i wasn't sure what the benefits were until they started talking about time saving. Because <laughs> that, is, that is the thing. For any app out there, it's all about saving time. Yeah. And not to quote the movie, but I'm going to quote the movie like I have been so far. Uh, we don't have time to know a girl's name. <laughs> and what it's about is saving time. Right. And that's, well, that's, that's their core value prop is we yeah. don't have time to know a girl's name. Yeah. Huge, if because <laughs> it is. It takes so much time to remember. Yeah, another human being's name, right? Like, yeah, and then they follow it up with like a nice, uh, no age restrictions. That seems <laughs> a little. That seems a little. That feels icky. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I think icky is a good way to describe it because it just I'm wildly uncomfortable now. Everything about this is like, what's wrong with? men in this in movie universe yes women are still objects in this in in all of this whole movie (laughs) yeah and the worst part but i was like yeah i I think this is actually this is the culmination of everything that is terrible about men in this one scene yes because then it like cycles around to like all these bros and the 12 bros being like yeah i don't need no girl's name yeah whatever raw 12 angry bros it's pretty good Mm mm-hmm um, and then, so they end this whole marketing camp, guerrilla marketing campaign, if you will. Sure. With handing them, I think they hand them flyers to hand out to, did you? Did yeah, you, there's a lot of paper involved. Yeah, which makes no sense for. Download this app. So you give me a piece of paper to tell me to download the app. I mean, I guess if there's a QR code, but still. I was going to say, I hope there are QR codes. There's got to be a QR code. Shout out to QR codes. I mean, QR codes, if you're listening. <laughs> We would love to have you on as a guest. Yeah, they're a hot new thing. Yeah. In 2018. So, <laughs> so then, then we cut to the lady's reaction to this. So this is where, and uh, for the listeners, uh, the pacing to you may have felt off so far. I feel like we spent a lot of time talking about the beginning half of the movie. There's a lot of what someone might call character development. I might not, but uh, someone might. And in the second half, everything happens rapid fire. Hey, folks, Jared here. This is a lot of fun, and as you can tell, but too much for one episode, so we decided to split this one up into two parts. Part two will be coming out on Thursday, so stay tuned whenever you get your podcast, and we'll be in your ears then. Uh, in the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram at It's This Meets That and ITMTPod on Twitter. Or if you're feeling old-fashioned, send us an email at itsthismeetsthat at gmail.com. As always, you can find all our episodes at itsthismeetsthat.com. Thanks for listening.